Due to the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 10. This is Glenn. I've got uh, Dave here to my left. Point break underscore Dave on Twitter. Yes, at three underscore 11 Glenn. And we have Tommy two underscore zero in the house as well. I'll tell you what, if you're to believe the tweets, I, I saw another dead spin tweet that they've basically de- declared a complete state of emergency in Brazil because they're not going to be ready. Well, they actually today it broke that they are, yeah, declaring it like a financial state of emergency because the, wow. uh, the city's so broke. That's how I live my life every single day. How familiar are you? Let's run down what you guys have heard are the problems in in Rio. Diarrhea. Massive, explosive diarrhea. Uncontrollable diarrhea. Okay. Is that that about it? Drug-resistant bacteria. Yes. Yes. English, not the first language. I wouldn't call that a problem, sir. (laughs) It is a fact, though. It is a fact. I think they they speak Portuguese. They do. Do they? Brazil is Portuguese. Yeah. I believe in, and this may be, uh, I may be getting confused with World Cup, but didn't they build uh, venues in places that aren't really accessible? Uh, Yeah, I think that is. By mass transit or Trist Transit in general? Yeah. Um, And I think they also built these large venues that are just surrounded by, I don't want to say slums, but not doing well no, that, neighborhoods that and, is a and they're problem. looking at this billion dollar stadium and diarrhea well now yeah lots of diarrhea that's what i that's pretty much my takeaway zika and hey, diarrhea. yes but to be fair diarrhea is around the world <laughs> very true okay very true um so yeah i'm trying to uh i'll run down the list um Zika is a big problem. I mean, there's Zika kind of everywhere. So uh, any yeah, any sexually active female in okay. Brazil is at great risk. So, well, so it excludes my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. and this this is <laughs> this is a, a true thing. Um, they have now doubled the length of time that um, they're saying to. You can transmit Zika. Like essentially, if you got Zika, the they were originally saying um, up to four weeks you could transfer transfer it transmit sexually. It, yeah. Um, now they're doubling it to eight weeks. Well, it's the that might just be being cautious too because we don't know enough about the actual virus. But along, <laughs> which is awesome, along those lines, uh, Pau Gasol came out and said that if he decides to play, he. <laughs> He's going to f- freeze his sperm. <laughs> Just in case. Just in case. Okay. He gets Zika. And some other uh, NBA players that are potentially going to play in the Olympics have come out and said the same thing. A-, a lot of them are bowing out. Yeah. Some for legitimate reasons because you know, LeBron has played basically in a basketball game every single day for the last decade. Yeah. And then others, you know, just to recover after the season and stuff. But there have been, I think, three or four that are just like, I'm not going down there. <laughs> they don't speak English, and they have Zika. But um, well, I hadn't heard that about Gasol. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and so it's, it's, it makes sense. There's I mean, seem impossible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but okay, so on top of Zika, there's um, as we mentioned, basically any type of uh, water event, especially the open water events. The water down there is so. Yeah. 
contaminated. Um, apparently, when they first put in their bid, um, that was one of the things that was brought up, and they said they would have built five new uh, treatment centers, water treatment centers. Yeah. They've built one. One. And yeah. the rest aren't happening. I so, heard. Uh, yeah, basically, any kayaking of it, you're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in a toilet, essentially. <laughs> it's oh, like, my God. It's like 50-50 that you're going to die. Yes. But, uh, yes, I heard this that part of it with the water treatment and all that uh, discussed on uh, sports radio – 96.7 the ticket yesterday and a very funny uh point was made that somebody's gonna fall out of their kayak or whatever they're in and they're like gonna reach their hand up for help and like and then you know go like down, back down under meanwhile the water's just you know killing them and at the end they put their hand up and then as they're slowly going down it goes into the thumbs up like terminator 2 <laughs> i want that to happen so bad i don't want anybody to die it's just that's not worth it but man what a way to go out so, comedy is not worth dying. Is that what you're saying? Uh, not in most cases. I might be able to think of one where it where it is, well, but but Dave, what about this this? So I guess even at the indoor venues, they found like in ninety percent of the venues, they found this strain of a of a bacteria that literally can't be treated by antibiotics. So if you get it, I think they said the death rate is you know it's not a hundred percent. It's maybe like fifty fifty. But you get sicker than you have in your life, and there's literally no yeah. medicine. You either just treat. fight it off or fight yeah. or die. Yeah, and I, that's that's everywhere. Um, the uh, I think we talked about a lot of the event centers are in um, very poor, crime-stricken areas. I've read that they have a huge problem with organized crime, mm-hmm. and the basically the syndicates are leveraging the government saying. Um, hey, they need to be bought off so they won't bother anybody. Yeah, basically they're saying, yeah. "Hey, you look the other way. I'm this, and quit hassling us, and we won't kill a bunch of tourists at the yeah. Olympics." Well, that's a th- seems ha- like how a many... fair deal for a few weeks. True, but in most of these parts of Brazil, it's a pretty highly trafficked place for tourism. Anyway, how many more people? are there for the Olympics compared to just normal. Like in Rio, for example, how many more people can you fit coming in and out of there? Didn't they say a half a billion people or something like just crazy? It's going to be big. And they, what was funny is they, um, for the world cup, they improved their airport, did all sorts of, uh, terminal upgrades. So they could, um, they could handle the, you know, the influx of traffic, but apparently the resorts where, normal tourism takes place are kind of closed off, but because the Olympics are more not, obviously they're not on the beach that it's going to pull tourists into the city. Okay. That's where there's problems with crime. I got you. So it's set up now where they kind of have an area where you can go and not have to see the humanity that actually exists there. Yeah. You, yeah. And the other problem, uh, one of the other problems is um, the venues (laughs) There's no um, good road system to get to many of them. Okay. Um, there, the original uh, estimates where they were planning to build them when they first bid their bid is they were thinking that most uh, trips to the you know the venues would be two hours plus sitting in traffic. Wow. Rio uh, came back and said, "Hey, we're building a subway system that will." 
fully uh, correct this problem. Yeah, you just get some shovels and a couple months, and you're <clears> all done. Cody, and yeah. you're good to go. And now they're they're claiming that it will be ready, and yeah. the first the first ride will be available the day before the Olympics uh. start. So, so good pretty, time for beta testing. Yeah, pretty tight timeline there. Um, also, one of the other problems is, is um, as I'm sure you're aware, uh, the ceremonies of the Olympics are usually kicked off by the president or prime minister of uh, said country. The uh, president of Brazil is currently impeached and was stripped uh. of all power <laughs> Okay, like, within two weeks because... She's being investigated for um, all sorts of financial. There's our red flag. Just <laughs> let's go a little. It was a so subject maybe, of a sentence there. Maybe they could do like Atlanta did in 96 and get Muhammad Ali to light the torch. Uh, well, did he light the torch or was it Richard Jewell? Which one? Muhammad Ali lit the Whoa. torch one time. Richard Jewell, the Atlanta bomber? Uh, Richard Jewell was not guilty of that, by the way, sir. He was accused okay. and not actually acquitted because he wasn't tried. I believe it was Eric Rudolph was the guy that pulled that off, along with several other domestic terrorist acts. Wow. Well, I want to know how Dave's such a Brazil, how he's such a freaking expert on Brazil. Well, uh, I've been intrigued by the story. So the... the uh, now impeached and stripped of power president of Brazil, she was elected in uh, 2010. And when she was coming up for re-election in 2014, apparently what she's now impeached for is she was taking all sorts of government funds and, uh, and all sorts of, uh, you know, I guess city, different city funds and using them to cook the books and make her the economic downturn under her presidency not look as bad. Ah, nice. Well, you know, history is important. You don't want to have that uh, mark on your record if you can cook the books. I think somebody just had quick books and just r- ran it through there real quick, and these numbers just don't add up. She you know, I think you mentioned the Atlanta Olympics. I, I think we would have probably swept all the gold medals if Kimbo Slice would have lit that torch, though. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Is it time to just say that any kind of big worldwide event, America just needs to host it? I mean, are we are we to a point now where we can just say that? Uh, n- not every one of them, but I, I do think we need to l- limit it with all due respect to 90% of the world. Like, there's just three or four locales, and that's where these things take place. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong, but didn't they bring this Copa tournament here just because they – realize they could just make a lot more money by having America host it? Well, the, the problem is, and I agree with Glenn, basically America, I felt like the Vancouver Olympics were pretty good, and the, and London wasn't bad. Those are the three countries that can host the Olympics. Well, and Canada, I, the UK, and America. Yeah, Anybody else? Uh, let's, let's leave Japan in there. Japan yeah, knows Japan what they're doing. Right. I don't know. Have you, have you looked at some of the aftermath of that Olympics? There was a lot of smoke and mirrors that brought that the whole thing together but i feel like when they get another one coming their way i think too or is it china one of the two has another one coming back to them or maybe i'm getting confused maybe i'm thinking of the china olympics i'm thinking of beijing that's where yeah, yeah that's not in japan i mean no offense. i'm not looking at a map but i'm that's not looking not at japan. a map either but i think that's correct so maybe we'll leave our our japanese brothers and sisters in there in the mix but the problem is when a country like you know brazil uh is about to host the rio games they're they're being set up for failure like when they get the bid or you know get the awarded the bid 
everyone knows it's gonna be it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. So it doesn't really do the country no. any good. Like the rest of the world just sits there and criticizes them for yeah. four weeks and. Well, we just had the Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia, and they spent, I don't know what the number was, I'm going to say $6 billion on all the events and stadiums, and then a majority of those either will rarely, if ever, be used again, and I think some of them, as soon as the Olympics were over, they just tore them all down. Yeah. Because it was in like a tourist-type area, and they can't leave some place where they had figure skating and ice hockey where you know they, ha- they actually have some kind of beachfront or something there. I remember it was... Uh... I think it was Sochi where they had like the big aquatic center. Yeah. And yeah, they like, that was their big thing. Well, that would have been the summer, but go ahead. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. They, uh, it was an Abilene. It doesn't matter. I feel like that's a good point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was the aquatics version of the winter Olympics. I I don't remember what, what city it was in. I swimming. I just remember they called it the cube and it was some big, uh, Marvel that they built it. I think that was in China. Okay. That was in Beijing, (laughs) Japan is, as Tommy Topography pointed out a little while ago. <laughs> but they, they like spent some, you know, ridiculous sum of money on it in this and at the end they're like, Hey, you know what? It was all worth it because we're gonna turn this into like a municipal no. rec center that no. like they need some rec center with eighty yeah, Olympic right. size pools. Right. And the high dive that I bet no we one can support can one of those in Frisco. Uh yeah, you could you could at do the that star there. maybe. No, that place looks awesome. It does. I drove by there yesterday for the it's first time, and I almost drove off the tollway because I didn't realize exactly where it was at. And I was like, "What the hell?" And <laughs> you yeah, tried to make a U-turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I rolled my truck <laughs> off. I was like, some, "Hey, there it is." There was some avalanche bearing down on you. Um, so I don't, I don't have a, I have a theory about the Olympics, but I don't know how much specificity I have to this theory. But let's hear it. I guess I think there's so much corruption. There's so much money poured into it, and it's so heavily criticized and things like that. I think by the time our children are our, our age, they may still be having the Olympics, but it will be minuscule in level of importance. They'll just be like having it in Louisville or something. I mean, they can have it wherever they want to, but it will be so ancillary. As opposed to, I mean, it's still a big deal, but I feel like it was an even bigger deal 20 and 30 years ago compared to now. I think the only thing that keeps it super relevant is you have things like figure skating in the Winter Olympics and gymnastics in the summer that the housefrau is all in on because they're just, every four years, they're interested. I mean, the general sports fan, I don't really think they care. But it's such big bucks for TV, though. Yeah. See, I, I kind of disagree because I, I get into it. And I'm not disagreeing that long-term it may lose popularity. Like, it may essentially become the X Games and. 20 years where no one really cares it's even on no offense to espn yeah i, I don't have any x games alliance but I, now i'm gonna i might just switch my theory to that that by the year 2036 the x games will be more more popular than the olympics that's what i'm gonna go with but if that comes to fruition that will be the most outlandish claim that actually came true other than hey i wonder if donald trump might run for president one day it's a good point that's a good point Maybe he could run for president of Brazil. There's an opening. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I hope he says that. Like when they go down there and it's a it's a huge mess. He rolls that in. Like, well, you see what a female president did in Brazil. Oh my gosh. All right. I figured he'd just roll in and be like, hey, I can turn this around in no time. It's going to be amazing. It's going to blow your mind. And we're going to do it just like that. Oh. So you, 
you you gonna rain on Brazil anymore? Or no, I mean done, I'm sure taking that? that out of your crosshairs. I'm sure it's now? a I'm sure it's a lovely country. It just it's uh you know it's like the uh you get the summer intern at work. You don't immediately throw them into making decisions. They're like, not a CEO yeah, on day two. You don't set countries up to fail, and yeah. I feel like that's what happened here. So. But do you think, other than, I mean, we could have some repercussions when it comes to disease and stuff like that, but as far as the games themselves, don't you think that other countries or the International Olympic Committee itself has got enough, providing enough support, collateral, backbone to this thing to keep it from just completely falling apart? I mean, I think I think there is, and I think with, like, the Sochi games, like, some of their big problems was not having, you know, infrastructure yeah. and roads and those are things they can help with. Yeah. When their entire, you know, ocean is basically diarrhea, there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot the, you know, Olympic Committee can do in a month. To send some emodium down there, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think, I think most of the problems are going to be things that the millions and millions of viewers around the world are not really seeing. Oh, yeah. The games are probably just going to go off without a without much of a hitch but if you're there which i would there's no way i would ever go there's literally no amount of money that would send me that down there for no no, no i mean as far as even just attending the olympic games oh no 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 if they had them in dallas happen. fort worth if they, if they had the games up at the star in frisco i i would venture up the tollway but that's probably about it. You guys are so un-American. No, I got, I'm, I'm actually interested. I would go to the Olympics. I would travel to a destination to go for the Olympics. But not there. There, Yeah, there's no amount of money that would get I'd me to go Brazil. to Vancouver. Vancouver. Really, I'd go to Vancouver. Um, oh, I just lost my thought. Man, come back. Edit that out later. <laughs> what if, what if um, they kind of turn it so basically just dealing with the elements down there is part of the competition? <laughs> Like you have to live out on the beach and just deal with like survival, yeah. Like uh, you know, like kind of like the decathlon is you know over many days and you have you gain points. What if what if that's it? It's kind of you know you just see who's still around at the end for the last event. You think you think it'd be a good idea? Like the the Spanish basketball team has got to like sleep on the beach in some tents overnight and. Pal Gasol and Ricky Rubio just trot in straight from the the outdoors into the gym to play in their beekeeper outfits <laughs> with their fr- frozen semen. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd watch. I'd, I'd tune into that game to see what would happen. Do you think that'll be the key? The key to their gold medal is their beekeeper outfits and their frozen semen. <laughs> I just can't wait for that analysis. Hey, you know it might. Uh, we won't see. Uh, because I'm sure you've heard the conspiracy theory that right about 20 years after the original uh, Dream Team went to the Olympics in Europe, that suddenly all the European basketball players in the early 20s were really good. Yeah, I don't think we're going to yeah. see. I don't think we're going to see that. You, is that a that semen possible? Yes, yes. I think that's. I don't think we're exactly going to see that. It. I don't think 20 years from now we're going to see Brazilian basketball players because of Zika. Like, they're all going to be too scared to... Well, they're, they're all going to have those Beetlejuice heads. You know, the shrunken heads. You've seen Beetlejuice, right? All right, we're going to edit this out, too. <laughs> I've got something for you guys if you want to change okay. topics. I, I found, so, in our wildly successful last episode, where we ventured off on the Tecmo Super Bowl wildly. page... To date, Wildy. This, this one's going to top it, I think. But I found this 
terrific aggregator of Tecmo Super Bowl information. So I've got a little Tecmo Super Bowl quiz for you two guys. So I want to do this two different ways. I'm Fir- fail. First, I first, don't remember. So much. nervous. This is going to just just challenge your overall recollection of who was good in the game. So what they've done okay. is by every position they've aggregated their stats. Okay. To say basically by aggregating all the stats, who was the best at every position? But okay. Actually, they've given top five. Okay. So I'd like to run through that with you guys quickly, and then what I'd like to do as a uh, as a bonus round is have one of you name a team where you feel the most confident in and see who can get through the whole starting offense. Yeah. Quick. Even the offensive line? No, 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 no. Just no. skill just players. Just offensive skill players. Yeah. Okay. So let's but let's start Woo. with aggregated let's start with aggregated stats. Who was the best overall quarterback in the game? And we've got the top 5. So we'll start with Dave and then we'll uh, we'll move over to Glenn. Boy, um <laughs> 5 seconds. 5 seconds. Um you have to edit some Jim of Kelly. Out. Good answer. Good answer. Okay, so actually, uh, he was listed in the game as QB Bills, but he was number yeah. four. So okay. can you beat, uh, for a point, can you beat Point Break Day by getting either one, two, or three? Oh, man. Oh, I think I just thought of it. I, I have an answer I want to give, but I feel like I should go with the obvious one and say Joe Montana. That would get you a point, sir. Number two, though. Number two, though. Can, can we guess on number one? Yeah, you want to take a guess? I was going to guess Joe Montana, too. Okay. Um, Quick guess for number one. I, the other one that I was going to say was Warren Moon. Warren Moon was three, so either uh-huh. one of those would have beat Dave. Uh, random at number five, QB Browns. I guess that was Bernie? Yeah, I disagree with that. Number one, QB Eagles. I, yeah. think that, I think that speed was hard to overcome when you're aggregating stats. Okay, Maybe this so. one. This one should be a slam dunk. Because, Bo Jackson. Yes. <laughs> Number one. Uh, I Dave, feel like, uh, to make it really unfair, wasn't Marcus Allen like top five? He like, was not He was not on here in the top five. I feel five like if role. you had both of them going, you had two of the best court, uh, running backs. Oh, yeah, the that's game. the best one-two punch. It, yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of annoying how they did it on this site because they also included receiver rushing stats. Okay. So, yeah, actually, Jerry Rice ended rare. up being number two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's that's talk. trash. Wow, so – Spoiler alert, let's talk best receivers in the Jerry game. Jerry Rice. We're going to exclude number one, Jerry Rice. So can you get one of the other four best receivers in the game? Um, oh, we're getting Dave first here. Okay. I'm trying to think. Here. I have my, my sleeper I'm surprised pick. Dave hadn't guessed yet. Because I, I, I always, uh, and I'm trying to think, I think he was pretty good for the whole overall game. I'm going to say Henry Ellard for the Rams. That is number three on the list. Really? Oh. Very good guess, Dave. Okay, now. There's one person ahead. Um, oh, He was on the team then, wasn't You're he? not going to be able to get this. I'm going to go ahead and predict. It's well, a very random. Okay. Very random. I'm going to go with my random guess, but this, I feel like this may have not been this guy was really that good. I just played with this team and always threw it to this guy because it seemed like he always caught the ball, but I'm going to go with Drew Hill. Number two on the list. Was he in the, the Oilers? He was, he was on the Oilers. Okay, wow. Okay. Two Oilers in the list. Given Ernest Givens at number five and Andre Risen at four. Okay, so this is a Impressive. fun one. Impressive. Thank you. This is a fun one, and I would have got this, I want to say. Can I interject something? And I just want to know if this is on the list. Do they have the – I think there was like three or four teams that had – Three wide receiver positions. Well, that was Houston. The run and shoot. Houston and, and Atlanta. And the Redskins, I think, also Because Drew Hill was listed as wide receiver yeah. three on this list. Okay. I, I just mean, remember that was always weird when you were... Because yeah. Houston had three really good receiving threats and one Would back. you like to hear they were? Sure. 
Haywood Jeffries, Ernest Givens, and Drew Hill. Very good. And Did Drew you Hill. play with Houston? Yes. Oh, Lorenzo my White in the backfield. I very rarely let's played with Houston. Okay, let's, let's next get a to Warren Moon. So I already on. named my skill player team. So, so let's go with out of here. kick returner. Oh, who's the best one? And I would have got this. Oh, man. This, I don't know is, I... this, is, this is something that is a little out there, but I'll accept the guesses from either of you because there's really, there's really only one to get here. Uh, and, and they only used offensive players, correct? Correct. Yeah. There's no Deion Sanders in okay. this. For some reason, I want to say it was someone on, like, the Chiefs. No, but I do believe Christian Okoye did return kicks and was pretty good, but it is not Yeah, him. the Nigerian nightmare. So I don't know if it was on the original Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl, but I think Gerald McNeil was a factor on kick returning in one of those. Not on the list. This, this, remember, this is just aggregated stats. Yeah. This guy had, I think, 100 in one very specific stat that made him very difficult to tackle. Not Eric Metcalf. Did he have hitting power? Yes. He had 100 in hitting power. It wasn't – they wouldn't have – Hayward returning. It was. Iron Man, him really returning kicks. Yes, and I remember, you, I think you had to put him in. I don't think he was defaulted, but he was one of the two you could pick. Sports talk radio would be calling for that coach's head. Oh, my head. gosh. Norm would have just thrown his headset off. And okay, so real quick, saw the cartridge defensive in half. players. I'm just going to read these to you because we got to keep moving here. Lawrence Taylor, Bruce Smith. Lawrence Taylor and Bruce Smith for defensive line and linebacker. He nailed it. Some other notables on the defensive line, Reggie White, Howie Long. Linebackers Mike Singletary and um, Singletary, Dennis yeah, Bird. He was big. Oh, Dennis Bird. He's okay. Oh, I thought he was uh, no longer with us. He's okay? Did he die? Well, we'll have to verify. He, well, he had a neck injury, and then they fixed him so he wouldn't be paralyzed. But I don't know if he died oh, or okay. not. Okay, well, I thought, I thought he never recovered from that. Well, we'll and look then, that up later. And then, swear I didn't look at this before our last Please podcast. say Wayne Haddix. Wayne Haddix, number one <laughs> secondary. Tampa yes. Day. Is uh, Gil Bird on there? Is he listed? No, secondary is David Fulcher, Rod Woodson, Richard Johnson on Houston, and Mark Carrier. Yeah. You know what's funny is I don't remember any secondary, like, backfield players. Like, I remember, like, some of, like, you know, Reggie White that you could rush with. Yeah. But I don't remember any. I guess I never I never picked a safety or a corner in that game. Well, then you weren't playing it, right? And then the last, the last thing is kicker. Do you remember who the most no. prolific kickers were in the game? It was a chief. I'll give you a hint. Uh, I don't remember. I don't either. Nick Lowry. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. You can see they even have their little Tech Mobile pictures on oh, there. Oh, sweet. It's you pretty know, cool, right? That is pretty cool. You know, it'd be incredible. Obviously, the technology wasn't there, but if they'd somehow had like Tech Mobile like online and kept yeah. like kept stats for everyone that ever played, and so you could do the best bit. Yeah, and just like well, you just see like. How many, you know, did everyone play with Bo Jackson and he'd have like six billion yards yeah. cumulative on yeah. Tech Mobile? All right, so here we go. So this is it. I already named one team. Do I have to do another one? No, so I'm going to let Point Break Dave go first. So name your team. Offensive starters. Skill I, positions. I won't, I won't do well because the only, the only team I can think of, I don't even think I could do Dallas, is the Rams. You know, yeah, that's bad that I don't know if I can do Dallas either. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Let's do the Rams, and then we'll re- revisit I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm going to try to do Dallas. Okay, well, let's go for the Rams, Mark. so we'll let Dave go first. Okay, so Henry Ellard. Okay. And then, I want to uh, say that. Oh, you, I was, we were going to go back and forth uh, here. Okay. Uh, so he's nailed Henry Ellard. Michael Irvin. 
No, no, we're doing Rams. We're gonna. Do oh, we're doing Rams. Picks. Yeah. Oh, so okay, Michael okay. Irvin never played for the Rams. So. <laughs> it didn't. Did Michael Irving play for him? I gotta go Rams. And we're only doing offensive. We got the. He's, they've got the whole roster here. We're not played with the effing Rams. Oh, is, is, hold on. Let me do the Rams. No, Henry Ellard, Willie Anderson. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it was Jim Everett. Chris. Ever- Chris no, Jim Everett. Jim Everett. Call me Chris. Don't call me Chris. So we've got a tight end and a running back. Can I interject here? Oh, I, I have gosh. I'm, if you can get this running back, I'll be impressive. I'll be impressed. Greg Bell. No. No. F. I have a signed picture of Jim Everett. <laughs> Was he in the, with the? With and the you Rams? wonder why Dave's doing so well these days. That's <laughs> how you bought this house. Um, God, I really thought it was Greg Bell at the running back. No, we've got two running backs to name here. Boy, you know I can't, I can't think of, I can't think of because it was after the Dickerson days, so it's the next yeah. era. Uh, no, nah, I got nothing. Just go ahead and say it. Cleveland Gary, oh. which I think I could have got. University of Miami. Gaston Green. Oh, yeah. Gaston Green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the backup was a guy named Kurt Warner, but spelled with a C. Yeah. Former Seahawks, great. Let's take a look at our Dallas Cowboys, and then we'll move off. Okay, well, let, let's start with Michael Irvin. I'll start us there. It uh, appears to be spelled Michael Irving. Okay, it's proper spelling. Well, that, they still had Emmett, right? Yeah, so Emmett. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go for the, maybe the more difficult one first. Alexander Wright. Alexander Wright, wide receiver three. Correct. Uh, Boom. Do they not have tight ends? They have tight ends. Novacek? Jay Novacek, correct. Uh, Troy Aikman. Troy Hickman, correct. And you backups are fine too. Okay. Oh, backup. Uh, you can backup QB. Um. I think I'm out. Honestly. And we and we have a fullback as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Uh, backup running back was Tommy Agee. Very good running back. Wow. Team. That's impressive Anything stuff, else? sir. Any other guesses? Do you, do you have kicker or punter? Uh, let's see. Steve Walsh was the backup quarterback. No. No. Babe. Babe was a backup quarterback. That's right. They got is rid he, of him. Is he still with us? Hey, he's not with us in this house, but he's still on earth. I, uh, okay, you said Novacek was a tight yeah. end. Uh, the backup. Oh. It's right there, but I can't I can't remember. What was his backup tight end? Does it have it listed? Let's see here. Rob. Awalt. Awalt. Dang it. Robert Perryman, James Dixon, Kelvin Martin. Yeah. Kicker was Ken Willis, and the punter was Mike Saxon. Mike Saxon. Mike Saxon. Very good. Once had a one-yard punt, went straight <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm most impressed with you guys, Tecmo Super Bowl. Man, we got to get that sucker hooked back up again. Hey, we can play it. I think I still own it. I I have it. We can play it right now. Man, I'll probably be terrible at it. Well, the problem with playing. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl against someone. Well, is I tell you what, try, was having to go right to left yeah. was like you couldn't win. You never had any practice doing it. Right, and if I ever played anybody who just and we talked about this last time, who did the just the nose guard thing and lineup, so you have to be in the shotgun every play. I just throw the no, controller was, down on the floor. There's a lot of sports games where when you played head to head, you had to make yeah. Special rules. I was like, like I'm not. I'm not NHL doing that. NHL '94, you couldn't do a wraparound. Yeah. That was a goal every time. Those were better days when you had to apply your own rules on top of the well, rules. Well, the, the most game. unfair game of all t- of all time, going from right to left, was double dribble, without question. Because if you go from left to right, all you have to do is just shoot it from the corner, and you literally make it a hundred percent of the time. 
Wow, I I guess I didn't play double dribble very often. Look it up. Played a lot of NBA Jam that game. That game. Yeah. This game was. It's not bad. All right. What else? Sorry, my <laughs> wife just texted me and wants to know how much longer I'm going to be podcasting. So. Uh, I don't know. I didn't know three how to, to four that. more hours. I didn't know how to answer that question. I said as long as long as I uh, am able to hold out. But didn't you have a didn't you have some type of an interesting story for us, Glenn? I don't know. Uh, okay, how maybe interesting we'll, it maybe is. we'll call it interesting. Just didn't you have a story that involves. An anniversary? An avalanche or? and a U-turn. No. Oh, wait. You already told that story. Sorry. Uh, I do have a, a, an occasion coming up here. Ocasion? And an Ocasion. <laughs> it's my special Ocasion. Uh, next week, next Saturday, 20-year high school reunion. Wow, you're old. That is true. For uh, well, I, I don't care. I can say what high school went to. Richland High School. The Rebels. And is this going to be... Uh, are they still the Rebels? Or they are still the Rebels. And... Woo, woo, woo! <laughs> yeah. Even bigger red flag. I was... Well, actually, we... My class conquered this. Uh, they were still happily waving and flying the Confederate flag when I started going to school there. But... It's what your jerseys were made out of. <laughs> they were made out of... Literally the stars and bars. Southern soldiers. Okay. Um, but my class was the one that ultimately, I don't know if on our own voted down the Confederate flag, but we we designed the flag that replaced the Confederate flag once it was mandated to be replaced. But we were certainly part of let's do away with this thing. So what the little historical note there, what the new flag look like? It was just the ISIS flag. We were way ahead of our time. <laughs> wow. We were right out on the leading edge of that. Yeah. We're like, here's a good idea. Oh, so anyway, um, yeah. So 20 years, 20 years. So are there, I mean, do you keep up with people from high school in your uh, general course of life? Just, I mean, I have a circle of friends that, some of us go back maybe as far as like the fourth grade. Others maybe like sixth, seventh grade that we've known each other and we still hang out, stuff like that. But, it, I mean, there's not like – there aren't 25 or 30 people I went to high school with that I hang out with frequently. It's literally five or so. So let me – since you're faced with the, this decision now, what is the appeal of going back? Someone like yourself that – you know, admittedly doesn't keep up with people and probably doesn't have a overwhelming care. Is it, is it just to go and show how much better you're doing than all of them? Is that the only appeal that that could be part of it? I mean, the first time at 10 years, that was at least for me, it was pre Facebook and pre all this other stuff. I didn't have any of that stuff hooked up 10 years ago. So it is hard to hook up Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to plug it in. I'm like, this thing doesn't work. They designed this thing in Brazil or what? Uh, so there was just the bit of there's all these people that I've literally not seen or heard of pictures, anything in 10 years. So there was some, you know, uh, attraction to going just because of that. Yeah. Uh, but now Trying it's... Trying to drag something out of there. Well, maybe? The, the other part of this is my wife is actually going out of town on a trip she goes on every year. Okay. So I'm, I'm riding solo. So this is my first thing, and I've debated this, is just to, uh, when I go, there's going to be certain people there that I know that I either hang out with or I talk to enough that they're going to know that I'm doing a bit. But 
I was just, if, since I'm going to be there by myself, if anybody asks like, Hey, where's your wife at? Or how's the wife doing? I'm just going to respond. Well, we're not together. I just leave it at that. Which is technically true. Technically true. And see how many people just, just how many awkward moments I can create with, Oh, I'm so sorry. Or, or see how many women line up for you to give them Zika. Hey, <laughs> either way, I've got a, I've got a barrel next to me just labeled frozen semen. But uh, yeah, so that's that's my bit that I came up with. Right. No, but I think, just see what the reaction is. I think you need is. to go back and revisit Dave's question though, because I think it brings up a good one. What? What, what was your question? What good does it do you? Like, what what None. does it change about your life going to this event? I think but, it's just something to go see and do. There are there are some people that even if you know you communicate via social media or something, I haven't seen them. They don't live close enough or. You know, we've all got, you know, little kids involved that live with us, the ones we know about and the ones that we don't, that take up so much of our time that we don't, you don't get that, you know, face to face. So, I mean, there are some people be interesting to see. And I think, I mean, it's obviously, you know, it's local, so it's one night. There's not a yeah. bunch of expense. I no, think it's, it's like worth, worth worth going. Just is there, how is much a good venue in play? Uh, it's at some, I think it's at some bar in Fort Worth. I haven't even looked to see where it, exactly it's at. Not Billy Bob's. No, it's not Billy Bob's. We had it the 10 so year. there's no chance of riding a mechanical horse. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to ride. No. Um, the, the 10 year one was actually at the, whatever it's called, the gold club or whatever at the ballpark. The men's club? No, not the men's club. Gold club. Is that what it was called, or is the Cuervo Club, oh, the, or whatever? Yeah, it is like Jose Cuervo. I don't know what it was called then, but that's where we had it. So. And how many people showed up for ten? I don't know, a million. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, um, I have no idea how to estimate, but it was well attended. It was pretty well attended. Okay. I mean, the graduating class of between like five fifty and six hundred, there weren't that many people there, right? But were there couple hundred Estimate people there or so the percentage of people there that were doing very, not doing very well um i would say that those that may have not been doing very well it was pretty obvious and there was also those that showed up that their mission was clearly that they were going to try to drag something out of there oh wow Male or female? how you'll be showing up this year. Probably so. i probably won't be wearing all leather like one female was at the 10-year reunion which was super classy. And she was trying just to get anybody to c come out on the dance floor with her that entire night. She to would do not what on the dance floor. That things. Uh, so, but the 10 year one, I don't know. It's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a J O session, not literally, obviously, but it could be literally. How much do you think it should cost to go to one of these things? Like how much do you think I paid? It's not free. No, it's not okay, free. Okay. <laughs> Um, I will say, is it like per, per person? Per person. And you get, and, uh, it's cash bar. So everything oh, else is provided. Bar. Okay. But, but they the have bar you're on your own. Yeah. No drink tickets. No drink tickets. I'll say 50 bucks a person. Good guess. You have a guess? Just Free. say 49. I already <laughs> 45 bucks. I think you gotta go. Yeah. Because especially but, with your wife out of town, you definitely got to. Yeah, I think so. Well, that was some of my rationale was I'm going to go because otherwise it would have cost me 90. You just cut the price in half. I mean, I can have almost no fun and it'll still, I think, be worth it. And isn't it isn't it like, uh, you know, you see, you know, the girls that were very attractive in high school 
that have not aged well. And it's kind of like when you, you know, when you see a guy tear his ACL in his rookie season, you're just like, oh, that's a shame. Like, they had so much potential. Now, I mean, speaking of girls, are there any females in particular from 20 years ago that maybe there's some unfinished business with? Um, I don't I don't think so. Some people that might need an apology. Uh, no. Hey, this has never happened before, but... I mean, the only... I, well, this is opening up an entirely new can of worms. I can't remember if I've mentioned this before, but the the only individual from high school or and then right after high school that I don't want to say unfinished business, but any extended history with, um, she's now married to another woman. So that's not really an. Av- that's Are they going to be there? No, they won't be there because a year younger than me. But uh, that's not a street that will. There's a dead end sign there. So, no, no, there should be no problems. If her interaction with you had not happened. Oh, I like to think that I am a very big part of the reason that she's married to another woman these days. Okay, that's where I was going. That's a point of pride with me. That is not shame. (laughs) Wow. So, you really need to wait one more year and try to sneak into their 20-year reunion. (laughs) See what happens. Should see, yeah. Should see see the look on her face when she sees you. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a long time. Either. Maybe you should go to that reunion in drag, and just tell her, "Hey, some we things can, we can be together again." Some things are starting to starting I'm to starting make to sense here. Realize who I was. So I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it, but I also I guess what I fear is like showing up and that the bit will have worn off within about twenty minutes. But you're not there with anybody else. You could just leave if you wanted to. That's I mean, true. It's, you're out the 45 bucks and the and you had to drive to Fort Worth. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it'll be fine. But, I mean, you'll know people there that you still yeah. keep in contact. Well, with. and this is and this is it too, because 30 year. You ain't making 30. No, I'm not. First of all, yeah, you're probably right. There's I'm not no even, I'm probably not even gonna make 30. it 10 more years. But I'd be surprised if you can make it to this event. It's <laughs> less 30. It is seven whole days away, but. Uh, yeah, at the 30-year anniversary mark, whatever. I mean, going to have – kids are going to be more into stuff then, and I'm not going to have the time, I don't think, to – or the desire well, yeah, to go. Yeah, we'll probably be making so much money with this podcast oh my gosh. by then. Yes. I mean, we'll we'll run, just be having a podcast all the time. Like, we we'll literally won't have time to do anything else. Yeah, this it'll be – this will be distributed nationally, if not worldwide. So, I guess – and we kind of talked about this earlier. Percentage of people – that will be there when you go 20 years. I'm going to, I'm going to, okay. For the 10 year, I'm just going to estimate that there was 30 to 40% of the actual good. class was there. That's pretty good. I might be, that might be on the high end. Cause I might be picturing how many people were there and not taking into account that most of these people, these aren't all high school sweethearts. So there's a lot of people here that didn't go to high school. They just married somebody in this class. But True. I'm going to say with this, it, it doesn't appear to be gathering a ton of momentum. So oh. if it was if it was thirty to forty percent the first one, you probably cut that in half, if not more, with oh, this one. I'm indeed. I'm gonna guess we're looking at like twenty percent tops. So of the people that will be there or the people that were there last time, twenty years ago when you walked across the stage with them, how many was that the peak of their life? <laughs> Like that was the high point yeah. of their accomplishments and contributions to this world. I think there's always some of those, and I think our stereotype—it's they typically 
take a snap from under center or play in the <laughs> slot or something like that. Maybe catch a big pass in a big game. <laughs> yeah, and then that's pretty much it after that because, you know, they're not going to be able to soak it up in the hot tub with their soulmate or, you know, anything like that. I mean, there's there's a, there's a little bit of that, but I don't think that was super prevalent, um, especially because athletics-wise, my high school is not one that really excels. Gotcha. If you want to uh, put it that way. Just put it mildly. Yeah, just to put it mildly. I think when I was there, uh, I didn't play football, but I played basketball, and I think our varsity football and basketball teams both made the playoffs like the last – was the last two years? I think it was the last two years I was in high school there. And it was like the first time we'd even made the playoffs in more than a decade. Wow. I think subsequent to that, it became a little more consistent. But, yeah, from an athletic – performance standpoint pretty spare school <laughs> there in the uh, birdville school district there's not a lot of not a lot of famous names rolling through there wendy davis went there to my high school not while i was there but so if you're gonna she pick, needs to go away forever pick one letter out of the alphabet to describe her would it be in the top three letters of the alphabet <laughs> just asking uh i you're probably good with two of those three for sure <laughs> And I tried. I tried to think of the third one. Well, you can fit in there. I went to my wife's ten-year high school reunion. It's been a long. It was before we had kids. I mean, gosh, it's probably five, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. The scariest thing for me was meeting the guys that she dated in high school. How many? Okay, so this is I. We can edit out anything that you don't want to get out there. But did she date them during her eyebrow piercing days? <laughs> No, I think the eyebrow piercing happened in college. So this oh, okay. was this was still and this was a really small Christian school. But it made me do a lot of self-reflecting afterwards cuz I mean these are some really spare guys. Man. And then it made me start thinking that's you. Yeah, maybe my compass that evaluates myself is a little bit out of calibration, right? Maybe. I feel like though I feel like that's better than the opposite. Like you the fact that they're yeah. spare c- compared to you, I think, is better than you meeting them and Mon Shumpert's walking up, <laughs> and you're just like, "Oh." So that's we, why we've got to use a different example. I understand why he's shoehorned in here, but that guy's such a spare. We got to find another default. Well, so maybe anyway, that could be your job this week, Glenn, is to just scour, uh, yeah, the uh, Google image search. I just go to my favorites. I mean, I don't really have to scour very much. And help us come up with a new default. But yeah, no, I, I think, think you're. I think you're right, though. It would be more. I don't want to say stunning or whatever. If yeah, if it was if just Shumpert. If it was Shumpert, or if it's just Wearing some guy and- who he's doing very well now. He's his abs are like just popping out through a shirt. You know that type of thing. Then yeah, because you know. Then she just has a huge regret the whole exactly. time. I'm trying to figure out how to word this because we are talking about someone that is near and dear to him, not just some random and human. Who probably has those regrets on a, on a almost daily basis, I'll say. Probably so. Yeah, actually, one of the guys, he, he wasn't at the time. I think he was still in medical school, but he is now a doctor, so mm. tough deal. I think at the time of the reunion, he was just starting medical school, living with his parents and not doing very well. Well, that's kind of how it goes because you have to I go think to school I may for skip so the twenty-year re- reunion though, kind just of what, to be on the safe side. What kind of doctor? Like a real doctor? Oh no, like an anesthesiologist. Oh, like he's making right, a lot of money. Right, like right, people's right. lives are literally in his hands. 
Not like Pimple Popper MD or anything <laughs> like that. He's not a dermatologist. Maybe he'll have a, uh, between now and then, he'll have some type of malpractice problem and you'll still score more than Yeah, he's probably going to have like Medicare fraud and end up in prison. I think most doctors, that's where they end up. <laughs> that's what I read in the brochure. Okay, so yeah, that should, uh, I'm looking forward to it. And obviously we'll have news to report Absolutely. The reunion. Well, I you know, feel like that. I feel like that's, it, a, that's a nice tease ahead right there. Yeah. I think maybe you should live tweet it. Uh, let's see how strong the Wi-Fi is at this bar. All right. And we might we might do that. And I'll yeah. And just uh, tag uh, Astros rant in all of them <laughs> and just really confuse them. I think you should be tagging as much as possible that night. Honestly. Just like, hey, where are you? I'm here. <laughs> Man, I. I probably should do that. Just just enough until I finally just get blocked. I don't have enough momentum on that day to day. I mean, he's I he can, has I a can lot of momentum. Ignored. He just doesn't. Yeah, he's he's easy. You're easy to ignore. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. All right. Well, uh, unless we have anything else really pressing to cover, I feel like we've Man. we've been a long way here in this journey today. We've really knocked it out today. <laughs> <laughs>